Why, hello, it is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to chat with Kayla DeVenere over Zoom video. Kayla was born and raised in Montreal, Canada, and talks about how she got into music. She comes from a very creative household, not only creative, but a very supportive household. Her dad was a drummer, and her brother is an actor-songwriter. Kayla, you might also recognize from her successful acting career. She talked about her dad bringing home a piano when she was six years old, so her and her brother learned how to play piano, and it was kind of like a friendly competition at the house who could learn it first. And then at 13, Kayla heard her brother playing guitar and writing a song, so Kayla started to, to write her own music at that point. At 11, so this is when she was in LA, at 11 she moved to Los Angeles to pursue acting and music. Kayla talks about the success of her song Justin Bieber, all about the songs she's recently released, and all about the new song and music video for her track Date Me. And we hear about all the other new music she has coming up as well. You can watch the interview with Kayla on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be incredible if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're Bringing It Backwards with Kayla DeVenere. Awesome. Well, hello, Kayla. I'm Adam. Thank you so much again for, for doing this. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I love your posters behind you. you. I got a lot of them. Justin yeah. Bieber. It's my favorite. <laughs> yeah, you even wrote a song for him. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and the Wallows, signed Wallows posters. Yeah, signed Wallows. I got this at like a pop-up event in LA. Billie Eilish, my first boyfriend, took me to her concert. So. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Lots of memories on the walls. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, um, I appreciate you doing this again. Um, so you originally from L.A. Is that what I read? I'm actually I'm originally from Canada. Oh, OK. Well, uh, I got yeah. my facts off. So what part of Canada? I'm from Montreal. OK. Yeah. Born and raised there. Obviously, how long were you in Montreal for? Um, I was in Montreal till I was about like 11 or 12. So I kind of did my childhood in Montreal and then kind of did my teen years in LA and it was kind of a weird switch. Definitely. I like a bet. Yeah. Yeah. What was it like growing up in uh, Montreal? Um, cold, <laughs> cold, <laughs> like kind of boring a little. Um, I'm really happy I'm in LA now. There's so much to do and I feel like I fit in more in LA. So I'm very happy and comfortable here. That's good. I mean, Montreal still has a huge music scene. It does. I just don't think I had the opportunity to like tap into that. I definitely got into music a lot more when I was in LA. So I'm honestly so down to go back in the summer, not the winter, and just kind of see what it's like there. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Well, how did you get into music? Do you come from a musical household? I did see your, your brother's musician and an actor as well. Um, yeah. Anyone else in your family a musician? Yeah, I mean, my my dad, he was a drummer in like his teen rock band. Um, and he was the one who introduced me to music at a really young age. He would just always show me like classic rock, Queen, Led Zeppelin, ACDC at like six years old. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> <It's> sick. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he always made it a really big point to just 
tell me how important music is for the world. And he brought home a piano when I was six. And I was wow. like, I have no idea what that is, but I will mess around with it. And I just kind of like fell in love with music since then. And my brother played piano too. He played guitar. I learned guitar. Um, yeah, I feel like I've been involved in the arts and music ever since I was like born. Basically, it's all I know. Wow. And your is your brother older or younger than you? Yeah, he's older. He's older. Okay. Like, he's older. So would he were you guys playing piano at the same time? Or did he start yeah, a little we, for you? Okay. We were. There was a little competition going on. And I actually I started writing music because of him. I was like 13 and I and I heard him write a song in his room and I was like, wait. I like I can write a song if I want to. I don't know why it like never dawned on me until that moment. I was like, wait, writing songs isn't just like for the Katy Perry's and Taylor Swift's the world. Like everyone can write a song. Mm -hmm. And then I started writing songs and he would write songs. And like every week we'd have like a battle of songs. And it really helped my songwriting skills. <laughs> wow, that's cool. So you guys would share songs with each other. And it was kind of like a, a more of a competition within the house as well as when it came to piano. And now the songwriting. Yeah, yeah. It was like friendly competition. We actually, a lot of people are like, why don't you guys write a song together? But we've just never gotten around to it. Oh, really? That was, I was yeah. going to ask that question. So yeah, weird. you never worked together on music. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we will one day. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you were 11 when you moved to Los Angeles? Yeah, about 11. What took you guys from Montreal to LA? Um, I mean, we, uh, my brother and I acted when we were really young too. Like music, it was just kind of random. We were literally like watching iCarly and we were like, oh, like it would be fun to act. Like we were, I was six, my brother was eight. We really had no idea what it entailed. But mm -hmm. I think that like, I don't know, our family was just like drawn to everything creative, everything in the arts. And uh, we were just flying back and forth a lot from Montreal to LA for like auditions, like chemistry reads, table reads and stuff. And so we were just like, eventually, like, well, I guess it would make sense to move here. So we moved here. Mm -hmm. And okay. I'm so lucky to have like the most supportive parents ever who like will literally just pick up and go with us, which is insane. But they love it here, too. So, yeah, that's really awesome to have such uh, <laughs> yeah. parents like that. I mean, my family still doesn't know what the hell I do. They're like, wait, what? Really? <laughs> that's with like my yeah, that's with my like extended family too like my aunts and uncles are like what are you doing and i'm like yeah. i don't really know <laughs> <laughs> that's cool to have that support though i i, I definitely respect it. that's awesome um yeah. so writing songs at 13 you were so you were in la at this time um were you i mean aside from was acting taking up a big chunk of your time i know you i just looking on your imdb you have a bunch of credits and you had a big audition for like twilight and like yeah, all these crazy like, things yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. That was my first audition. Ever? And my first audition ever was for Twilight for Renesme. And I think it was like between me and Mackenzie who ended up getting the role, but it was just insane. And I mean, yeah, acting definitely took up a really big chunk of my childhood and everything like that. Sometimes it was a little hard because, you know, I would have to miss going to like birthday parties and like all the fun stuff for like memorizing lines and being on set. I miss a lot of school and but I think it really shaped me into the person that I am today and I wouldn't have it any other way. It definitely like helped me grow up faster and um, kind of develop skills that I would not have if I didn't. But yeah, I mean, definitely I feel like I've been working ever since I was a kid and it's, 
it's been cool. It's been a ride. It definitely takes up a big chunk of time, but I love it. So it's like not really work. Yeah, that's awesome. And with music, you said the uh, first song you wrote is that 13 when you kind of heard your brother playing. You're like, yeah. oh, I can do this. Um, yeah. And then do you pursue it in the in a way of like, when do you start? Like, do you join a band? Are you playing with other people? Do you start putting out music shortly after that? Or did that take years down the line? Yeah, I mean, my first song I wrote was like really bad and it was about a breakup and I had never been in love or been in a relationship before. Um, and I kind of just kept on writing and then sending my demos to producers and stuff like that. And then eventually I, I found this producer who really believed in me and he was going to do everything for free, which was like absolutely insane. Mm-hmm. And I kind of just from then on was just put in rooms with uh, writers, producers, and just meeting the whole songwriting community. And um, yeah, I released Justin Bieber when I was 16. And that's kind of what helped things get going a little bit. The Belieber community really embraced it. And <laughs> and on, I've just been writing and releasing. I am totally going to release a lot more than I have out right now, though. So That's really- cool. So yeah, so you just the Justin Bieber song, that was the first one that really kind of got people's attention. Yeah, it definitely did. I mean, I think a lot of people were like, who is this girl singing about Justin Bieber with a cardboard cutout in her music video? But <laughs> um, it definitely, yeah, the Believers really embraced it. And it definitely was like the first one that got a lot of eyes on it, which was cool. This holiday season, you might be looking for nutritious, convenient meals to keep you energized on jam-packed days. Well, I have the solution for you. It's Adam from Bringing It Backwards. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service, can help you fuel up fast for breakfast, lunch, and dinner with chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your doorstep. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle while tracking all your holiday to-dos. Factor wants you to skip the stress of meal prepping over the holidays. I know I personally have kids at home that are home from school on break, which means they're home all day. (laughs) Not only that, but, you know, driving to the extracurricular activities, their friends' houses, doesn't leave a whole lot of time for meal prepping. Factor lets you choose from over 35 weekly flavor-packed, fresh, never-frozen meals that support a healthy lifestyle and meet your meal preferences, all delivered right to your doorstep, and they're ready to eat in two minutes. That's right, delivered right to your doorstep and ready to eat in two minutes. You don't get the food delivered to you, and it's like, okay, I've got the food, but now I gotta spend 45 minutes, an hour, prepping all the food and making it so I'm ready to eat. This is two minutes delivered right to your door, fresh, never frozen meals, supporting your healthy lifestyle and this november get factor and enjoy eating well without the hassle simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh flavor-packed meals delivered right to your doorstep again ready in two minutes no prep no mess flavor-packed meals delivered right to you all you need to do is head to factormeals.com slash bibtv50 and use the code BIBTV50, BIBTV50, and get 50% off. Factormeals.com slash BIBTV50, 
for 50% off Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal delivery service. Was that done just via the music video or online? Yeah, I mean, I um, I wrote the song. Everyone I knew, like, just knows that, you know, I was obsessed with Justin Bieber. And on Valentine's Day, my friend bought me like a life size cardboard cutout of him. And I was like, OK, well, now I like have to write a song about him and put him in my music video. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah, I wrote Justin Bieber, Spotify, Apple Music and then YouTube. And it just kind of like blew up from there. Wow, that's amazing. And you've got another, I mean, Megan Fox, another song about uh, Yeah, Megan Fox. Somebody I, in the industry. Yeah, I, I really like writing, you know, songs with celebrity names. Some people think it's weird. They're like, who is this girl writing songs with these celebrity names? But I think I know if I was on Spotify and I would see like a celebrity name as a song, I'd be like, what is that? Yeah, like, what is this? Let me check this out. Yeah. yeah. How did you decide on Megan Fox as your, your next um, person to write about as far as like a celebrity one? I, um, well, I was in a relationship at the time and I felt like I was being put up to like really impossible standards by him. And I was like, you need to write about this, but I don't want to make it basic. And I was like, who is someone who is just absolutely like drop dead gorgeous and like perfect. And I was like, Megan Fox, like, this is amazing. So, um, I kind of built that concept around her. Okay. Um, and with like, like your songwriting right now, you said you reached out to a producer originally. That's how you, and this person wanted to do work with you, right? For free. And how did you end up meeting that person? Was it, were you just sending stuff online to people? Like SoundCloud or doing like emails and stuff, which is crazy. And I mean, I can't believe he believed in me. I was like 13 and honestly, like the songs were not good, but I guess he saw something. So thank, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And then that led to meeting other people. And then eventually Justin Bieber, you said was the first song you ever released. Um, I had released like a couple, a couple other before, earlier, but those were taken down because they were pretty bad. Um, it's a journey guys. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's just a ripple effect. Like, really, the songwriting community in LA is, it's, like, big but small at the same time. Like, everyone knows everybody, and you kind of just meet someone and meet someone else, and just all collaborating is just really fun, and getting to know everyone is amazing. Mm -hmm. And have you been doing any, like, shows, or, like, was that something you were interested in young, uh, like, in when you started writing songs, like, playing for people or playing different places around LA? Yeah, I actually, I haven't really played shows yet, which is interesting. I I always said I wanted to release um, more music and just kind of really feel a thousand percent positive in my sound. And I feel like I'm finally there and I finally just feel really good about where I'm at and all the demos that I have that I'm going to release. And I think that it's like finally time to start playing shows. So I'm like excited slash nervous a little bit just because I've never done it. But top of the new year. All of the next year, I'm definitely going to play shows. Okay, very cool. And with you released Justin Bieber in 2020, was that a song that you had put in like the video and everything? Was that done like around the pandemic time or was like, tell me about when that kind of started? Yeah, I guess it was. I guess it was during the pandemic. Oh, my God. I like completely forgot about that. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of. It was wild. I mean, set in general was I was also filmed Love Victor during the pandemic. And it was so weird because everyone 
had like three masks on and like visors and I like couldn't see anyone or hear anyone. And it was so like impersonal. And with shooting the music video for Justin Bieber too, it was definitely a weird thing to adjust to. Um, I'm so, I mean, everyone's so happy that it's not a thing anymore. Thank God. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So weird. I mean, you. yeah, I remember talking to people during that, like that could work, you know, whether it be television or movies or music or whatever, like, yeah, to get like, a COVID test like three times a week and oh my god yeah that was horrible did you ever get the test that like went all the way up your nose oh yeah it's brutal that hurts so bad I was not <laughs> expecting it to hurt so bad I was like oh my god I was I'm not ready for this oh wow um and were you so you're doing the television stuff and or you're working on those shows and the movies and and doing that all while still writing music and putting that out as well yeah, and it's definitely, they're definitely, like, they're similar but really different, like, with, they both have the key of, like, vulnerability and just, like, opening yourself up to the world, but acting is more like you kind of fall into a role and you're just, you know, you connect with that role and then you are, you are the role, whereas, like, music, it's a lot, I think it's a little scarier because you're really just putting your honest self out into the world, but they're both really cool for their different ways. Yeah, I feel like, you know, obviously with acting, you're kind of you're taking on someone else's script and you mm. have to become this person that uh, a writer has created. Right. In a sense yeah. where with your music, you get to just be totally free and write whatever, you know, kind of comes to mind. Yeah, which is scary, but awesome. Um, <laughs> just putting yourself out. You're like, hey, guys, hope you like me. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I hope you like my music. <laughs> Um, you, your first song of this year was jumping the gun. Tell me about that one. Yeah. Jumping the gun. Um, I met this guy at, uh, the, this like Hollywood premiere for scream. And I literally met him for like two seconds. He was like at the end of the photo booth line. And I was like, is this the line for the photo booth? He was like, yeah. And he was like, what's your name? And like, I got his name. We exchanged names and I didn't see him for the rest of the night. And I would just like could not stop thinking about him. And I was like, oh, my God, he's my soulmate. Like, he's so cute. <laughs> and um, I was like, why do I always jump the gun? Like, why do I always meet someone for like two seconds? And then I'm like, wow, like I need to know more about them. Um, so the next time I was in the studio, I was just venting. And I was like, I always jump the gun. And like, why do I do this? And they were like, hold up. There's like something here. So we wrote Jumping the Gun and it just all came together so quick. And I knew like from the day I wrote it, I was like, I definitely need to release this because I need to get this out there, this part of me out there. Yeah. And you have the new one that literally just came out, right? Yeah. It, it came out today. Did it come out today? Oh, no. It came out or, last no. Wednesday. Or last week. Last week. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, um, last... Oh, the 11th, I believe. Right. Or no, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, October but... 11th. <laughs> <laughs> My days are so off. I'm sorry. No, me too. I don't really um, know what it is right now. Uh, <laughs> and it's Date Myself. I watched the video, which is awesome. Tell me about that that song. Where'd you come up with the concept and everything? Yeah, I usually, I mean, I get most of my concepts from like conversations, honestly. Like I have all these thoughts and feelings and I never really understand them until I'm like talking to someone and it just like blurts out of me and I'm like, wait, that's what I'm feeling. And mm. I was just, I was talking to my mom. I was just venting again. I was like, mom, I keep on going on like really bad dates. Like this sucks. Like at this point, I kind of just want to date myself. And then there was like a little ding in my brain. And I was like, wait, that's such a cool song concept. So I just wrote it in my notes 
And then again, next time I was in the studio, I was like, we need to write about this. I have like this giant notes page that is like hours long of just a bunch of song ideas, titles. A lot of them are bad, but they're just there in case I need them. And um, yeah, Date Myself was born and I would show, I always show my friends all my demos and they're like, Kayla, this is it. Like, this is amazing. Like I can relate to this so much. And I was like, yes, that's like the best thing to hear as the songwriter that people can relate to what you write. Um, so then it was released. Wow. So when it comes to the demos, is that something that you would have after you were like, do you sit down and write a, like a really skeleton version of the song before you go into the studio? Or do you kind of just br bring the idea in? Like, how do you put your songs together? Um, I definitely do a mixture of both. Sometimes I'll just be in my room and I write a song and then I bring it into the studio and we work on it. Sometimes I just like kind of want to start fresh from scratch the day of. And the demos, sometimes I honestly like I love the demo and I'm just like, I don't want it to change. Like there's some sort of like magic about first day demos. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, that's not the case with every song. You like can't get lucky like that with every song. Like Date Myself, I definitely think um, we worked on it a lot more after the demo. Um, and I'm glad we did because it got to a place where I really loved it. I'm always like, I will never release something that I don't a thousand percent love because then it's so hard to promote it and just talk about it. Cause you don't, you're not like a thousand percent in it. Right. Yeah. If, if you don't like it, no one else is going to believe that. Yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I find that interesting. I've, I've spoke with a lot of artists that, that talk about that kind of, capturing that like first you know take or that like magic that you can't kind of reproduce and in, in certain songs or like having this version like okay i'm not changing this or yeah. and, and a lot of, during the pandemic where you know people would write a song or they'd go in their closet with some usb mic and record something because you couldn't go to the studio and then it was like all right now let's go to the studio to record mm -hmm. the actual version and like the vocal wasn't there just like having that same like recreating the same passion yeah. sometimes you is can difficult. never recreate like the magic of the first day you write the song. There's just something in the air that just makes everything so amazing. And I actually, oh my God, I'm like such a big believer in not re-recording your vocals unless like your first day vocals are like trash and you need to. But I actually recorded date myself when I was like just getting over a cold and I was like kind of sick still. And I was like, I just love the vocals and I literally just kept like my sick vocals. Oh, I could not have to go back and re-listen to see if I can hear Yeah, it was, <laughs> It's weird. Like my team gets kind of upset about like upset at me for that a lot. They're like, you need to be okay with like re-recording your vocals. And I read an article that um, Adele does the same thing. She uses her demo vocals. There's just like something in the air. It's so hard to recreate that like magic of the first day. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if you sing this thing, uh, the song or the the chorus or whatever, like a hundred times, like at that point, it's just like a, almost like a repetitive, like yeah, yeah. Sort of like losing something with the yeah, that kind of first yeah, memorized in like this way, and you like can't be raw and like real with it anymore. Right, like it's be harder to kind of change up what you're doing. Yeah, see, you get it, you get it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I think that's cool. And I've heard it a bunch of times. People say that like, yeah, I'd recorded this thing in my like the version you hear on the album that has X million plays is the one that I recorded in my my you know closet because I mm -hmm. took it to the studio. And I couldn't re reproduce it. But yeah, um, crazy. So with your I mean, Date Myself is the, the new one you just put out. But 
you, you said you had other songs or a bunch of stuff ready to come out. Like, what is the the future look like here? Yeah, I mean, I have so many songs just living in my computer and my phone. And I'm like, one day they will see the light of day. But I'm definitely, I'm going to release an acoustic version of Date Myself very soon, which I'm really excited about. Um, it definitely shows like a very different side of the song. It's a little sadder. Um, and then at the top of the new year, I'm just going to release a single every month, basically. So I'm really wow. excited to just roll it out with that. That's really cool. And are you still acting at all? Or are you mainly focusing on the music? Yeah, I am. There's unfortunately a strike right now. So. Oh, yeah. I forgot uh, about that. <laughs> I forgot yeah, that's still yeah. happening. <laughs> yeah, there was the writer's strike and then act actors went on strike and yeah. writer's strike is resolved, but we're we're still fighting. So a um, little break from acting right now. So definitely focused on the music. But once the strike is over, I'm definitely going to do both still. Very cool. Well, I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for doing this, Kayla. Thank you so much for having me. It was so fun. I have one more question before I let you go, if that's cool. Yes. Um, I want to know if you if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like everyone's journey is so different as an artist, and it's really, really, really easy to compare yourself to everyone. And I think you just it's hard to compare like someone's chapter 40 to your chapter one everyone's journey is so different and like i'm guilty to doing this i still do it sometimes and try to like sap myself out of it but definitely just like try not to compare yourself to other people's journeys it's so different for everyone and everything happens for a reason and just trust in the universe really <laughs>